Off the Groove with Scotty Dubler. Friday, March 5th, 2021, episode number num, episode number 175. You know what my dad said? What'd your dad say? Dad said, my dad said we could mess up a junkyard. We could. And we have. I'm sure you have. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure I have plenty of times in the past, but man, it is March. Yes. We're one week away from the first AFT National. Yeah, right around the corner. And we're going to be racing this weekend. At bikes on track on Thursday, right? For practice? Practice Thursday night. It's not a sanctioned practice. The track is actually doing that on their own. Kelly Bell and Steve Nace take over on Friday for the All-Star National Flat Track Series. Mm -hmm. They come back on Saturday for an amateur vintage national there in Volusia. Then we move on down the road. I'll drop you off at uh, your house or at your car, wherever that may be. And then uh, we'll have Volusia for All-Star Race on Sunday. Volusia AMA Vintage National on Monday. We go to Ocala over there, the little bull ring. Tuesday, which is more vintage and amateur races. So uh, that's five days in a row for me. Media day on Wednesday, off on Thursday, and then two nationals Friday and Saturday, which will be next weekend. And then I catch my breath. Um, boom. That's and crazy, that's not dude. included what I did last week. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's what you got ahead. And you just had a weekend of fun down in Tampa. And I got to tag along for at least one of the days. Yeah, well, you got lost on the way down there, and I don't know what happened on Saturday, but you made it there for dinner. I did. I uh, got to go hang out with a couple of photographers that yep. actually do some flat track photography, but we got got to be part of the Arena Cross series. Yeah, and uh, that was fun. And then hung out with Jared Vandekoy for a little bit, and uh, man, the racing down there was really good. I know it's not your cup of tea, but what were your thoughts? What were your takeaways on Arena Cross? I know you go to outdoor motocross races all the time. Yeah, usually in a truck. But what about Arena Cross? What'd you think? I don't know, man. Lots to unpack here. It was I didn't know what to expect, right? Um, the one thing that I was kind of thrown off by, you were saying this Arena Cross, but then you said it was outside. Like, so like it was a first. Was this the first time it was ever outside? And first time that I'm aware of. Yeah. But the reason is it's hard because of COVID yeah, to yeah. have indoor events and have a crowd. I so bet. they worked with the city of Tampa or wherever the track was at, Brandon or whatever, Florida. And it's actually at East Bay Raceway, which yeah. I raced there in 1995 or 96. I can't remember exactly because I don't have my pictures with me. But I have a picture with me, Sean Russell, Johnny Murphy, uh, Billy Martin, and some other fast guys. Yeah. And I know we got out of there really late because it rained and rained and rained. And I had bike issues. And we, we stayed there and worked on the bike. And then we hauled ass up the road and raced Palatka, Florida, the yeah. next day. So uh, it was cool. If you watch, watch our Instagram story, you can see me reminisce a little bit about that track we so had it we was had, really neat but we had a lot of fun man we got to see we got to see a little flat track we talked to them on uh, one of the guys one of the um mechanics in the in the pits was actually a flat tracker I had some cool conversations with him he talked about lining up with like three of the five fastest guys in the country at the time i think we lined up with car ricky graham and ted booty or something was it it, it was it wasn't Ted Booty. It was, I think it, it might have been Ted Booty's Memorial or Randy Click Memorial Race. But it was, yeah. yeah, he brought up a bunch of fast names. And he was talking about a race at Creek County Speedway. Yeah. And the guy, you know, the guy remembers racing my Uncle Joe. He knows, he has so much respect for Pa. Yeah. And I don't think he ever raced him because Pa's, you know, getting ready to be 90. And this guy's maybe in his early 50s, maybe 60. I'm not sure. So, you know, big difference there. <laughs> don't get choked, Don't get choked <laughs> up about it, buddy. Man, yeah. You need water. So, Do you mean I can it, bring you water? I'm right next door. <laughs> it's it's cool. I brought I brought my hot pink water jug, <laughs> just because you have your purple water jug with your little wieners on it. This delicious sip of H2O is brought to you by Scotty's water bottle. 
It should be brought to you by Dr. Pepper, but they haven't picked me up as a as a fair enough person to sponsor just yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that. I think with that one story, they might do it though. It was pretty damn funny. Um, so yeah, we wait, where were we? We we talked to the guy. We talked some flat track. We saw a flat track, but the big thing was arena cross. I was there to check out my first arena cross, and like I said, I thought it was going to be indoors, but that's fine. It was cool. You took me up to the tower. You showed me the track, and I was like, wait, where's the rest of it? And it was all right there. And because, you know, you said I'd only been to the outdoor, and you can't see the whole track in an outdoor from one location anywhere right. you go. Right. So it was super cool to me. Like, you could see the whole deal right there. So I thought that was awesome. I couldn't believe that all those riders were going to compete on that small track. Um, the jumps were pretty insane, like, for it being that small. So, like, it was super cool to see that. They did the freestyle motocross stuff i'd never seen first that time, before first time you've seen that yeah. Yeah, yeah that was super damn cool the jump was like literally like right above you if you're standing yeah. there under it that was the closest i've ever been to freestyle motocross you know there are some idiots that will stand on the the landing of those dirt landing ramps well they had this these people had an airbag landing ramp so you can't do it because it moves yeah but the tower was right beside the airbag so they were up they'd go out of my sight and then land right to my left. It yeah. was it was intense. So I was having trouble calling the tricks because I couldn't see all the tricks. Yeah. Because uh, they went out of my sight. But you know that's just it was just how how it was. You know you got to roll with the punches. But it's it was a-, a good show. And then and then you were walking from the TV truck over there behind the starting gate and into the pit area <laughs> and some guy stopped you. Yeah, and the kid. I had to keep going. We. I had to keep going. Yeah. But you put it on the story, right? You, yeah. you interviewed this Yeah, it was kid, a whole... Right? It, was the, it was the kids, like... I think they were they were flaggers. That, and one of the kids thought I looked like right. Conor McGregor. There was a girl there that was checking wristbands. So I was just BS and talking to them. They should probably actually call that kid. Like, so you, you had your shirt off and you were flexing for him? No. Is that why he called you Conor no. McGregor? Or I, what? I still don't understand why he called me Conor McGregor. He said I had the face right. for it or whatever, but I'll take well, it, man. You had your glasses on. And you had your, your little scruffy beard. That is so... fair. Yeah, that's a Connor that, look. It's not the first time it happened. No, it happened in the Daytona TT two or three years ago. Some some guy in the stands was like, Connor McGregor. And anyways, but I'm not Connor McGregor. Uh, no, not at all. But we did we did talk to that kid. Um, I think he races as well. I think he races. So we'll have to figure out what he races. But I don't know if he races flat track. I told him it was a flat track pod. And his name's Magnus. Yeah, his name's right? Magnus, I guess, which... To me, sounds like a wrestler's name, but he's a motorcycle rider. Magnus the motorcycle rider. Dial him up. Let's go. (laughs) Calling Magnus. Hello? Magnus. Hello, this is Magnus. This is the Off the Groove podcast. I was looking to talk to the guy that found Conor McGregor at the arena cross race. This is him? That wasn't Conor McGregor. That was my buddy on the podcast, Chris Carter. Do you want to wrestle him, or what, why am I why am I talking to you on a on a flat track podcast? I don't know. It was like he was like, "Do you want to be on the podcast?" Is like, "Yeah, why not?" Are, are you a writer? Uh, yes, not flat right. track, but I was like, I was so pretty interested you, in it. You don't race flat track, but you've seen it. Yes, I have watched it a couple of races. Right. What do you ride? I actually ride a CRF two fifty motocross. Yeah, right on. Yes. I got you. So what flat track race did you see? Did you see it down there at East Bay? Um, no, it was actually up in um, Georgia. I don't know if you know the um, uh, off-road resort, uh, Dermtown. I've heard of it. I've never um, been there. Yeah, they have a, a little flat track event there. And it was like, these guys, like, they, it takes, I think it takes a lot of skill. I've never done it, so I wouldn't really know. But I'm like, 
these guys are they're committed to what they're doing going around these quarters i don't know how fast you guys go but like you look to be seen to be flying around these corners like dude these guys have some fucking nuts <laughs> yeah yeah i i've heard that before so have you thought about trying flat track i was like thinking about it like just like do like why not get the experience because i think it'd be a cool experience to even try i probably wouldn't be good at it but well, I think it'd be a never, cool, like, very fun experience. You know, there, there's a lots of classes, so you could, you know, I would suggest maybe finding somebody that races, maybe borrow a motorcycle and give it a shot, maybe start on a smaller track. But, you know, a lot of people that, that uh, race flat track thinks you guys are crazy for jumping and all that fun stuff, you know? So it, it goes both ways. Yeah. Right on. You watch any of the pro flat track stuff? Yeah, I've watched it a couple of times on TV. I've never been to an actual like pro event. I've been only to like amateurs, which was like it's it. They're still really quick, and I've seen like them compared to pro guys, and it's like it's a whole different level. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you ought to come out. We're gonna be at Volusia Speedway Park there on uh, let's see, March twelfth and thirteenth, not too far away from you. But man, it was it was uh, cool talking to you. Before I let you go, I know you're hanging with a bunch of your friends. You want to give them any shout outs while you're on here and uh, make them think that you're cooler than they are. Nah, I don't like to brag. It's not my type of style. If I'm right, bragging, Magnus. I'll show it on the racetrack. There you go. There you go. That's what I wanted to hear. Magnus, you're a cool dude, man. Thanks for stopping by the podcast. And, uh, Have a good night, It was uh, nice meeting you, man. Take care. I'm going to have to go back and watch that video to see if I told him to come on the pod or he said he wanted to be on the pod first. I don't really remember. I, yeah, I, I, was... I remember saying that. I was like, come on. We'll talk to you on the pod. But he's definitely Something got a different. lot... Yeah, he's definitely got a lot of respect for flat trackers. And you know what? Most most motocrossers or supercross, they'll stop and watch because it's a it's just different. Yeah. And it's hard to explain the difference between the two sports. But if you're in one and not the other, you get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, like you said, there's flat trackers that think those motocross guys are crazy for making those jumps Absolutely. and, and, and yeah. training like they do. And but yeah, it's it's it goes both ways. And what I like to see is the motocrossers that talk about it and have respect for flat track and like even the young kids like that was super cool like i literally talked to all of them i was like you ever heard of flat track and they were like yeah 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 and i was like that's super cool and then i asked if they knew what off the groove was and one dude said yeah but he was bsing but um no but they, but they all they all they all follow and they all it was cool followers of off the groove so it they're gonna learn cool. about flat track yeah so it's good stuff it was really cool um there's a lot going on and we're not sure how many press releases are going to come out after we record this but mm. some of the big news i guess probably the biggest maybe is dalton gautier yes, going sir. back to production twins yeah uh and he's looking to win a championship and he's he's on the dnd cycles xg harley you know, with support from Vance and Hines. And yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely called him tonight. I don't know if it's going to be in this week's or next week's. It'll probably be in next week's episode. He's one of the seven we called. Uh, but yeah, he's he's super stoked. Uh, I don't know if people were surprised by this. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. Did you did you think you, he, this would happen in the production twins? What were your thoughts? Well, I think, I think finding a ride in Super Twins is tough. Yeah. Um, Rispoli making the move up to Super Twins, kind of maybe, maybe that open the door for him to go to production twins i don't know maybe he was waiting to see if he could get a a, a ride in in super twins i'm not real sure yeah i'm not surprised you know what I, I don't i'm not a whole lot surprises me anymore i mean things happen it's different it's a different world now so 
not a lot will surprises me, but it, it's it's cool. I think, you know, he won the singles championship. We'll see if he can win the production twins championship, and then maybe he'll go back into the super twins class. We'll have to wait and see. You know, yeah. time will tell. Another announcement that came out just a couple days ago, Cody Kopp announced he'll be riding for the Smart Top Jones Honda. We've kind of seen he's going to be on the Honda. We've seen the 143. He's got some other sponsors on board, but uh, that was a pretty big announcement. Yeah. Another announcement, Corey Texter back with G&G Yamaha to, to try to get the number one plate again. I think that's it'll be his third year with G&G. Uh, they're a strong team. They also support some other racers, some up-and-comers. Uh, they do support Brad Baker and his micro sprint. They support J.C. Jones, who she'll be racing in the Royal Infield Build Train Race Program. And uh, they, they sponsor Chad Coast, too. And he's one of the guys we've been trying to get a hold of, so maybe we'll hear from him soon. Yeah. Uh, as far as AFT press releases, you know, there's some. I'm sure we're going to miss a lot of them. I think the biggest one, as far as AFT releases, were the was the NBC Sports schedule is out. And yes. it, it looks like they're about a week, a week behind uh, when the races are. So not too too far out i've been in in talks with them and, and they're trying to figure stuff out they've got some new players involved i'm not, I'm not going to get into that stuff because that's behind the scenes but um it's close yeah it's close yeah yeah absolutely and you can probably expect to see them testing live stuff throughout the year whether that's going to be you know seen on tv or just a test behind the scenes to make sure that they can pull it off they've made progress throughout i mean their truck has improved uh and and they're putting the pieces together to, to put this on, as a live broadcast so hopefully that'll happen sooner than later but i wouldn't be surprised to see it as early as next year absolutely so you know sign in get get your track pass it's it's cheap whatever it is it's cheaper than going to a race yeah that cheap you gotta you gotta be able to pay that what was the next thing you had a couple of things, couple more things from AFT. Voodoo Ranger back is the official beer of American Flat Track. That's cool. Friends of ours, uh, you know, in that deal. Um, Clots Oil back on board. Yep. I remember Clots when I was a kid on Ricky Graham's leathers. So they've been in Flat Track for a long time. It's cool that Clots is an official partner of American Flat Track. So I know that was a lot here in this first episode or this episode of this week's notes, but we had a lot of stuff to get off our chest and we, we enjoyed it. We're, we're trying to make this one a little bit longer for Dale Jones and <laughs> I thoughts and our prayers are with Oliver. Um, if anybody can pull through this, it's going to be this, this young man, he's gone through a lot and he is a fighter. He's shown us that. And dude, I love all the improvements he's making. It seems like every video they show, he's doing something different, something better. And one more thing, Oliver Brindley's going back in for surgery on Friday, which is the day we're posting this podcast. You know, our thoughts and prayers here from Off the Groove and from all of our listeners are going out to Oliver. Good news is he'll be able to get right back into to rehab as soon as he's right out of surgery. So I saw his sister giving him a haircut. So Ollie, we're thinking about you. We know you're going to rock it and we'll see you on the other side of your surgery. And uh, man, yeah. keep keep on getting better, man. We, we love it. Yeah, just like you said, man, he's, he's been he's been improving steadily uh and we're all we're all cheering for him so if you uh if you're hearing this on a friday or saturday um shoot him a note let him know you're thinking about him um and uh thoughts thoughts are with you and if you if you want to leave him a voicemail i'm not sure he'll be able to get him for a few days but the phone number is 352-639-2924 we got the 24 at the end because that was his number when he raced with us over here in american flat track it's kind of weird when you call it, so just listen to the prompts and leave a voicemail. I know some people hung up because they didn't understand what was going on. So, it, it, dude, anybody, yeah. anybody, leave him a message. He loves it, man. It puts a smile on his face, and and we love doing that for Ollie. Absolutely. We, we kind of talked to our first little special guest already. So you want to kind of go try to go in order? Why don't we throw Cole Zabala in there first? What do you think? All right. He's on the Turner Racing American Honda bike. Yeah. He's been riding every day, dude. I think this kid is ready to go. He's ready to win his first AFT singles 
main event. Let's dial him up. Let's do it. Hello? Zabala. Hey, what's up? Not much. What are, what are you doing? Eating some Mexican food. All what right, well, I won't be, I'm just cold calling you here on off the groove. We want to check in with you. Um, <laughs> you got you got a you got a minute or two. I know you're eating Mexican, getting you know healthy. You got your mission tortillas and mission chips going in your body already, or is that is that is that your workout? Oh yeah, you got to support the sport. You already know that, Scotty. Absolutely. I'm. I got some mission chips right beside me. Hey, man. Uh, I won't take up too much of your time, but it definitely had to be one of the biggest off seasons you've ever had, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. We've been so busy with with testing, training, and you know, just putting in the work. And it's it's just been it's been the best off season that I only I wouldn't even call it an off season. It it hasn't stopped since the checkered flag of the last race. Yeah, it seems like you're hitting it really hard. You know, I saw you ice racing. I've seen you down in Florida, just riding all the time. You gotta be. Are you ready to get this this show started? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've been ready. I've been so excited and so amped up. You know, just vibes are high. You know, the team's working really, really well together. We all uh, we all like each other and we we get along great. You know, we're all traveling together and and uh, you know, we're all really, really excited for for this upcoming season for sure. Mike is uh is an amazing guy. He uh he really takes care of us and really cares a lot. You know, he's also helping Chase Sadoff in the amateur series. So he just absolutely loves the sport and and really cares. So it's it's really nice to to have somebody like that around and really just, you know, it's just amazing. He's an awesome guy. Right on. Have you had a chance to work with Bigelow yet? Yeah, yeah. Actually, we're all uh, Bigelow's at the table now, but uh, but yeah, we uh, we worked together for a few months now. We've been when we went up to Michigan, he gave us a rundown in his shop. Uh, we tested out a couple places already, just being down in Florida for the past week and a half. Uh, we tested at Charlotte or not Charlotte. We tested at uh, South Carolina. You know, we we've had some time together so far, and Bigelow's awesome. You know, he's He's just a go-getter, period. He, you know, whatever needs to get done, it gets done. You could always count on him, and right that's on. that's really nice as a as a crew chief. You know, is you can count on him. Absolutely. So Trevor Bruner, new teammate for this year. What does he bring to the team? He brings a lot. You know, you could always learn from every individual on the team. You know, he's young. He's hungry. You know, he wants to win just as bad as everybody else. And, uh, you know, he, he's got a different outlook on things. And it's just really cool. He, he brings in his own little flavor. And for me, traveling and living with him, and I get to, to learn how somebody else does it and gets the same job done. So it's really cool to get somebody else's perspective on, uh, on their race strategy. You said he's got a different outlook and different race strategy. What's different from him compared to yours? I mean, what, what is it? So like Trevor, I think, um, I think he rides more aggressively and, um, and really, uh, just attacks the track. And for me, I, I tend to, you know, be more strategic and, and plan things out. And at times 
I, I feel like I need to attack the track more or I need to go out and search and find a line. And, uh, and that's what I can get from Trevor. He's really good at, you know, finding that line that, uh, that nobody's found yet, or really just like making something happen and making it stick and just watching and, you know, just talking to him and, uh, just listening to him, you know, you can pick up things here too. So that's, that's kind of what I've learned with Trevor. Right on. Am I going to find you up in Savannah? Cause the boss man told me I need to come by and see the new rig and just see the new look of Turner racing and the Honda team. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're actually in Pooler right now, pulled in today and uh, just going to get some stuff done. Try to stay out of this rain. We're getting here. Hopefully it, it holds off, but we definitely will be there. Right on, man. Well, cool. Get back to your Mexican food. I know uh, you got a big season ahead of you. Good luck in 2021, and we'll see you real soon. Awesome. Thanks, Scotty. Cole Zabala, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, we caught him while he's eating Mexican food, and he stopped talking to us. That's that's awesome. That's pretty cool, yeah. man. And and I know they've been traveling a lot there uh, and racing and riding a lot, so he's ready for the season. Uh, we're going to see him Friday in Savannah and see the, the new setup. Their leathers look cool. They showed a picture of the Turner Racing American Honda with the old factory American Honda on their on their Instagram earlier this week, and it was really cool looking, so check it out. Yeah, it's awesome. It seems like that team is gelling for sure. Uh, Mike Turner's doing big things there this year, so I'm looking forward to see how the team goes this year, and uh, we're going to be tracking this one throughout the year for sure. Uh, it, it, it was cool, too, that he mentioned that they're helping out Chase Sadoff, yes. an amateur rider. Yes. You know, and, and that means... You know, he's looking at the big picture. Mike Turner's looking at the big picture. The next generation is coming up. You got to get them while they're young. You know, he's he's going to be going for the Horizon Award at the Amateur Nationals, and he'll turn 16 after that, and then, or maybe he'll turn 16 before that sometime, and he'll go pro after that as well. It's mean, meaning to say, but you know, you got to grab him before somebody else does. Yep. Is is Sadoff on a Honda or no? No, he rides Husky. Husky, right? Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. Yep. Yep. And yeah. he's not going to switch that up just yet. But if he, you know, if he goes, you know, goes pro, yep, Mike Turner. I, re- I remember that. that a little bit. Yeah, yep. I remember that. Yep, 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 yep. Cool. Well, Who, uh, who's next on the cold call list? Who's next on the cold call list? Let me check the list. You want to talk to Ben Lau? That's. I think that's I think the perfect. Yep. Let's dial him up. Let's, let's call. Uh, let's go to. Let's go to Michigan. Let's do it, Ben Lau. Hello. Is this the best hair in the pits? Yep, it sure is. What's up, Polly Hot Rod? It's Dubler. Hey, uh, we're calling on Off the Groove just to do a, a quick check-in. We're calling this uh, episode number three of some cold calls, maybe episode number four. We've been doing this the last couple of weeks, and uh, big news came out. Did you buy Chad Kosa's Harley? No, that is not Chad Kosa's Harley. Yeah, you know, right. I'm pretty honored, Scotty. I know you're doing the, uh, the cold calls. Uh, this is huge. This is great. I, I really yeah. appreciate the uh, the call. Absolutely. Well, we saw you got some big news, and we wanted to share it with the world, so we thought we'd give you a, a shout. So is that a brand-new XG, or where, where did you guys get it? Yep, that's a brand-new one we picked up right from uh, Vance and Hines a few weeks ago. Um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been in the works all winter. Uh, just a lot of – it was, you know, a lot of complications and a lot of kind of going back and forth. But uh, with the help of some pretty cool sponsors, we uh, I was able to go get one. So – I. Yeah, yeah, I saw your cow. I saw your cow. You was still parked next to it in the picture. Does that mean that will be your backup bike, and the Harley's the primary bike, or have you guys figured that out yet? No, that, that's actually the Yamaha from last year. Oh, 
Okay. All right. Um, My bad. Yeah, it, it'd be awesome. I mean, with the with the AFT rule, I mean, they won't let you tack two different brand bikes. So okay. kind of when I go to the race, I got to decide is this, this day going to be a Harley day or a Yamaha day? And I think they both have their strengths and they both have their weaknesses. So it's going to kind of just be a lot of thinking and kind of you know talking with the team and stuff about what bike's going to be the best for that day. But um, as of right now, I mean, I'm for sure going to ride the Harley at Volusia. And then um, if points are looking good and things are looking good, I might uh, might even go to Atlanta TT with it and then kind of go from there. Right on. And so you just have one Harley. So basically don't crash it and don't blow it up and just be smart with it, right? I mean, you got to take care of it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, we, uh, we're we on the maintenance schedule on that thing. It's uh, That's no big deal. But, yeah, it's just um, just keeping it together in one piece and hoping that on race day nothing bad happens to the point where we can't fix it for the main event or something. But uh, it should be good. You know, it's it's honestly not that, you know, crazy of a machine. It's pretty simple. It's just a motorcycle. So I think uh, for the most part, short of, like, the rod going through the case, we'll be able to uh, keep her going. Right on. And you're still with Roost Systems. Did anything else besides the Harley on your team change? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, we brought on Mission Foods this year, which is awesome for Jerry and the whole Roost Systems crew. Um, so that's pretty cool. But other than that, no, it's still just you know me and my van with uh, with my girlfriend and whoever else wants to come to the race with me that weekend. So uh, right. we're still just All a right. little small program. I'm still doing everything I can to make it happen, and uh, we're just having fun. Saw so, saw so Dalton. Uh, we'll be racing with you in production twins that just came out recently uh what's your thoughts on him in the production twins class again um it, it, i think it's cool i mean right now the production twins class we only have eight people signed up i don't know why and i know there's a bunch of other people riding but they're like wait till the last minute to sign up um but yeah i mean it's cool we're getting more more people in the class a lot more competition um i think it's going to be definitely cool to have him there on harley's also and i know vance and heinz are going to be sending a tech to help out basically everybody who's on an XG. Um, so that'd be cool. You know, maybe if something breaks on my bike, maybe Dalton and Rob might have a part I could steal, or maybe they'll have something I could use um, in their truck yeah. or something. Um, there you go. So that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Just to have, you know, fellow people on the same bike just to, you know, just in case or maybe to ask a question or something. I want to know, have you ridden the hog yet? So actually yesterday we had a, uh, we had a test day in Florida with it and I rode the Harley and the Yamaha back to back and it's uh you know, they, like I said, both bikes have their strengths and weaknesses, but uh, I'll be on the Harley at Volusia. So. Right on. Right on. So you got your first win last year, getting wins yep. two, three, and four this year. You're going to get more than that, or what, what are your expectations? Yeah, I mean, that's the plan. I feel like, you know, the schedule this year, there's some rounds that I, I definitely think I can go for the win at. Um, I've always been a huge fan of Peoria, so I'm really excited to ride the, ride the big twins at Peoria. And then uh, the miles last year, I was pretty, I podiumed, you know, there was only three miles last year. And I podiumed all of them with my one win at Indy. So I'm, uh, I'm super excited to get that, you know, get either, which we don't know, we got the Yamaha or the Hog out at Springfield, DeCoin, um, OKC. I think those are going to be a lot of really fun racing. Awesome. Um, and I feel like the class too, I feel like we kind of have some experience with like Corey Dalton. Um, I know a lot of other people really haven't, uh, you know, said what they're doing. Um, Nick Armstrong, I mean, there's going to be, I'm sure missing people, but. There's going to be a lot of, I think, fast, experienced uh, talent out there, too. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, thanks for taking my call. It's always good catching up with you. I, I still have to argue with you because I think I have the best hair, but maybe I'll have the best hair on the, the one side of the fence. You can have the best hair in the pits. How's that? Yeah, okay. Well, we can probably work something like that out for sure. <laughs> hey, man, good luck in 21. We'll see you real soon. All right. Thank you very much. I'll see you guys at Volusia. All right. The Holly Hot Rod.
Do you know why they call him that? Because he's from Holly, Michigan. There you go. Good job. I was just making sure you're paying attention to your uh, co-partner over here or well, whatever. I record these, so I listen to it then. And I edit these, so I listen to these again. And Ben, I know, but I don't, ben Lyles I don't was so good, I've listened to it like 10 times since, so... I don't know if we ever mentioned to why we call him that, except for on the races, because he's from Holly, Michigan. So, all right, just making sure point. you're paying attention. And that was a test. You, you passed. Where's the bell? <laughs> Ding. I'm excited to see what he does this year, man. I I don't know why people aren't talking about him more. I mean, he was third in points last year, and he was up front they, almost every they never, race. They never do, though. He's he's like, he's a quiet guy. He's kind of just behind the scenes. But he, he had a good year. He was up front yes. all season long yes. in 2020. Yes. And and what? And he got his first win. 100%? Yep. And I, he may be a quiet guy. But, I mean, that guy knows how to work on his own motorcycle, which is always impressive to me with a rider. I think we're going to be seeing him continue year after year to rise and rise. And I wouldn't be surprised if that guy's a, a production champion in the next three years. Well, I don't know if he'll stick around that long. I think if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't win the championship this year, maybe he'll move on up to the Super Twins class. I maybe. think, you know, I think this guy's this guy's a good rider, yeah. and uh, he's he's going places. Absolutely. Up next, we got Mr. Andrew Luca. So we're going from see Zabala from Illinois, who's over here in South Carolina, Ben Lau, who's from Michigan, up in Michigan right now, and Andrew Luker on the West Coast. And we're just bouncing all across the United States. That's what we do. That's why this is great. We can call We can call somebody outside the United States now. Next, if you want. We, and we've done that. We we've have. done that. We absolutely have. We're punch drunk. Not really drunk. Yeah. Just punch drunk. Yeah, I'm, I'm drunk on this water. You got right. me drinking water. Third time's here. a charm. Up next, you want to go out West and talk to Luker? Yeah, we haven't talked to Andrew for quite a bit. The press release said he's back with Brackley Racing, focusing on the singles class, but that's all it said. So I don't know what they're riding. I don't know who the mechanic is and none of that stuff. So, And he just got married, so I think we need to give him a call. Let's do it. Hello. Andrew Luker. What's up, Scotty? Nothing. What do you do? Are you ready to go golfing? I don't want you to beat me again, but yeah, I'm ready. Well, I, I uh, you know, I've been told that you've been practicing because you don't like getting beat. But uh, hey, uh, we're just doing some cold calls here with the podcast off the groove, and we wanted to check in because uh, hadn't talked to you for a little while. You got a minute or two? I know I, I heard you're just getting off work, but you got a minute for me? Yeah, of course. I'm uh, actually probably about an hour from my house, so I got. Huh? I'm halfway home anyway. If if we lose you, we'll call you back. How's that? Sounds pretty clear so far. Yeah, I think I should be good for a little while. All right. Well, I just got a few questions. I just want to check in. I, I heard you got married in December, so congratulations on that. Yeah, it's uh, it was pretty cool. You know, I had all of our family there. It was a good day for us to just kind of celebrate us. Right it's a little on. different and- now, but uh, the wife's been cool. She hasn't yeah. pulled the whole marriage card on me too much. <laughs> all right. Well, that's good. I mean, it's, we're a couple months in, so that's good. So Wyatt's yeah. three, and, and you got a little girl on the way. They'll be here in May? Yep, a little girl, Addison Ray. All right. All right. That's cool. She's, uh, so She's expected to be here May 19th. Right on. You're going to have your hands full with that. That's interesting. It, uh, it'll it change your life for sure because uh, having a little girl is a little different than having little boys. Yeah, I got to worry about all the little Wyatts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. That's what I'm so scared it, of. Yeah, I'm sure. Is Wyatt going to be a motorcycle racer? Do you know yet? 
Uh, I think he's got it in his blood, man. The kid loves two wheels. I don't think I'm going to be able to keep the kid off of him. <laughs> I hear you. Um, so I heard you've been hanging, hanging out a lot at the Rackley Racing Headquarters. What's new there? Well, we just got our uh, suspension back from Max Caps. Um, he's working with Jimmy Wood to get us dialed in for this season. And I'm excited to to sit on those things for the first time around the racetrack. You got new bikes? Are you still on Yamahas? Yep, yep. Jeremy got us a couple new Yamahas for this season. We didn't even start them before we pulled them down, split cases, <laughs> and everything off to get done. So that was kind of uh, cool. Never yeah, done that, that before. <laughs> that is cool. That's interesting to do. I, I, I remember back in the motocross days when we got our new bikes, you know, we wouldn't even fire them up either. We started tearing them down and, and putting race stuff on them before he even rode them down the street. It used to drive me crazy. Um, so you said new Yamahas. Do you have the same mechanic? Is is Jeremy? You know, is Jeremy going to the races too? And I know uh, Kevin was your mechanic last year. Is all that stuff the same? Yeah, everything's the same. Uh, Kevin's been with me for man. I think it's going on five years now. So we're gelling pretty good. Um, Jeremy is obviously right there in case you need anything uh, more than what Kevin could provide. But, <laughs> I mean, we, we got it handled, I think, and uh, should be should make for a good season, I think. Right on. Um, so which race are you looking forward to the most? Uh, I would have to say the TT. I mean, it's what, one of the only TTs that we're going to have in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, something about us getting back up on the trial. I don't know how true that is, but I'm yeah. game. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you went good at Daytona for sure, so I think that'll be a good race for you. Um, and then I also heard a little rumor that you, you, you lost your dad bod and you're back to racing shape. Is that true? Yeah, I uh, dropped about 40 pounds. I've been wow. trying to eat right. And, uh, I mean, everybody's stepping their game up, and I want to be right there. I don't want to get left behind. Dude, that's huge. I think I found that 40 pounds you lost. I think I think it's the COVID 40, <laughs> but uh, maybe it's just from you. But I don't know. I, I, I think I'd have plenty of traction if I started racing again. But, no, man, we just really wanted to stop in and, and, and check on you, and I wanted to give you a hard time about some golf. But I'm glad you had a good off season, and I uh, can't wait to see you at the racetrack. Yep, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. All right, Andrew. Good luck, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. That dude had one busy offseason, it sounds like. Yeah, dude, he lost 30 pounds? Is that what he said? Or 40, 40 pounds? 40 pounds. You know, how much, you know how much horsepower that is on a 450? I guarantee my dad's going to let me know how much that was. Because <laughs> <laughs> every, every pound equals so much horsepower and all that stuff. And yeah. you think about it, 40 pounds? That's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Um, I could definitely stand to lose 40 pounds. He, and I don't know if it's because he's uh, stressing out about having a girl or what, or just busting his ass <laughs> working, but uh, he's, he's definitely going to have an... It could be because he got married. Yeah. It could be because he got married. It could be a combination of all three. But uh, he should have an interesting 2021. I look forward to seeing how he goes and how much uh, dropping those 40 pounds helps him on the bike. It's, it, it's going to help drastically. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. And new motorcycles always help. Yeah. Uh, and they, like he said, as soon as they got them, they start tearing them down and starting putting new stuff on them. And that, that means they're big. That means they're ready to go. That means they're dialed in. 
Uh, it's going to be cool to see what they do. And uh, we'll, we'll try to talk to his teammate on next week's episode. Yes, sir. Um, well, I think that'll do it for this one, dude. I don't know if we're going to get an hour for Dale Jones, though. Maybe he can go back and listen to it again. <laughs> Dale Jones, good luck. Good luck at your race. Thanks yes. for being a patron. We, we definitely appreciate it. And, uh, man, I, I don't know. I can't say that enough. Thanks for everything you do for the sport. Uh, you know, you dedicate your, your time to go to the races to be a, uh, a tech official. You don't even get to see a lot of the race in action. He's winning that damn that damn race he races. He's winning it. He's taking it all, I bet you. Dale, if you're not running right now while you're listening to us, what Run are you faster. doing? Pick up the pace. Run faster. Pick up Run the faster. pace. Cool. Uh, anything else before we wrap this one for this? What are you doing this weekend, Scotty? I'm doing Savannah Friday and Saturday, doing Volusia Sunday, Monday, and Ocala on Tuesday, man. Five days in a row. Let's go fast and turn left. We had a lot of fun on Sunday. And that was Arena Cross. So take all the fun we had on Sunday and make that happen at a flat track race and see what happens. We got big things in store. Uh, Hope everybody has a great weekend. Uh, Pay attention to us on social, Off the Groove, Scotty Dubler, Chris Carter, Sammy Sabedra. We're going to try to bring you some behind-the-scenes stuff, some extra coverage of some Steve Nace racing. We'll leave it at that. How's yeah. that? Tune in, check it out, and uh, we'll see where it goes. I may go as awesome as this is going. 175. Go. Done. Thanks to all our listeners. If you, if you got friends that don't listen, tell them to give us a listen. Yep. Smash that like button. Give us a follow. Leave us some feedback. You know, we, we love the feedback. Send us a message if you like something, want to hear something. If you got somebody you want to hear from, we're open to suggestions. Leave a review on Apple iTunes. That's how you uh, promote the show on Apple. So if you're looking to help us promote it and you listen to us on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. Leave us five stars. Leave us one star. Leave us three stars. Just leave us stars. What about seven? What about seven? Five's the max, but you know, whatever. That's a wrap? That's a wrap. Are we done? That's a wrap. We're going to button things up. I'm going to go next door in the next room and see you. And then uh, pack things up and we'll head up to Savannah. Let's do it. Peace. See ya.